My friends, good evening. There's a few videos I want to share with you today, including this one, which was posted to the People's Media uh, channel by a gentleman who did a fantastic job standing his ground, demonstrating that he's not being allowed to buy food at a farmer's market there without providing proof of vaccination. You're preventing me from getting food? Not How am I supposed to feed? I'm not actually preventing you. You are? You're saying I can't go in? Yeah, yeah I am shopping service. You're not allowed to ban people from buying food. No, we're that's not. That's not us, that's the government. You can leave, sir. Please step outside. No, I'm not. Because this is, this is ridiculous. What you're doing is a, is a crime. It's a crime against humanity. Of course, many people have also seen the arrests being done at New York City restaurants. What I want to make clear tonight is it's not just that access to food is being limited uh, at the consumer level, but also the ability to produce food is being restricted. Here's an article from Western Australia where grain sites are literally being closed to farmers who aren't producing uh, proof of vaccination. So literally, right as the harvest comes in, you can see, I mean, even the headline tells you the bumper crop coincides with this new mandate deadline. Western Australia's bulk grain handler, CBH, has told 3,700 growers they will not be allowed to enter the site to deliver grain after the new year unless they get their vaccination. So farmers are locked out of the market. We, they just don't even accept delivery of massive amounts of grains, even as we have food shortages. It, it, it's, it's complete insanity. Um, and of course, not only are they attacking, you know, restricting at the consumer level, and now at the, at the producer level, but everywhere in between. And I posted this video. I regret that I lost his name in Twitter, but I appreciate that he put this up there. I posted it to Telegram. You can see it's got 114,000 odd views. So uh, this really resonated with people that the new border restrictions imply that truckers won't be allowed to, to take goods across the Canadian-US border unless they get their vaccines. You all know I drive truck and I cross the border from Canada to the US, US to Canada. Everything you have, everything you eat, everything you touch, everything you wear, everything in your house, everything you go to the store for, and odds are almost everything you have at work, all showed up on the back of what I drive. Come January, they're throwing a new loop in there. Everybody crossing the border in a truck, they want to have the vaccine, and a lot of us don't, and a lot of us are not getting it. They're going to be parking a lot of trucks come next month. You may not think that's going to affect you, 15% of the trucks on the road shut down, can't get across the border, can't haul the product. It's going to affect you more than you realize. 15% is all it's going to take. Distribution centers aren't going to get their stuff out. Lumber's not going to show up. Again, everything. So just whittling away at the supply chain, restricting consumer access to food, just telling farmers that you can't even drop your food off here. When I posted this, also there are many comments that said, you know, I'm a trucker too, and yeah, this is this is getting too crazy. I'm turning in my, you know, I'm done, I'm done. I'm a Canadian trucker as well, and uh, I usually haul between Alberta and Texas. And yeah, I'm waiting on my last load right now, and it's gonna be my last trip, uh, regardless of whether they actually grow a brain and back off on this uh, mandate, I'm still done. I'm just too sick of this stupidity. I'm just gonna crawl into a hole and try and weather the storm that's coming. Uh, it's gonna get real. Even if they do delay it, like I said, so many truckers are so fed up already, and you can see this in the 200 odd comments on this post, that, that uh, they're just walking away. And so the supply chain is being systematically dismantled. 
and you can see it. You remember we talked about the port of Vancouver closing after the flooding there uh, d totally destroyed the railroads connecting the port of Vancouver to the rest of Canada. They couldn't get their grains or, or any crops to the, the port to ship out to the rest of the world, Canada being one of the biggest exporters. And here it is from the Daily Mail. McDonald's rations fries in Japan due to supply shortage. You're only allowed to buy small fries. I don't know if you can buy multiple packages. Why, though? It's because of potato shortage caused by supply chain issues. McDonald's generally imports uh, potatoes from Canada to the Japanese restaurants. So this is it. This is, the, this is exactly what we said would happen playing out. And now McDonald's fries are not, you know, I'm not concerned about people being rationed away from McDonald's fries. This is just the most visible uh, symptom of that, right? When, when you have a, a multinational company saying we have to ration our fries, then the Daily Mail, it's a headline, the Daily Mail prints that. What we're not seeing is the myriad other purchasers in all sorts of countries, including small countries, that depend on, the, uh, on these imports from Canada and the U.S., who are completely congested ports and all this nonsense and mandates going on, uh, and Australia not even accepting grain from their farmers. They're also a big grain exporter. But the less visible symptom is that countries are literally running out of food. Here's one example in Sri Lanka, where an official actually had the, the gall to mention that agriculture secretary warns of food crisis before being promptly removed from office. From AFP, Ag Secretary Senior Professor Udith Jayasinghe yesterday warned of an imminent food crisis before he was removed from his post. Authorities may have to impose further food rationing and seek foreign aid to help feed the most needy, he told reporters. We may have to borrow grains like corn from friendly countries and think of rationing food so that mothers and the sick can be fed while others may have to make sacrifices. But within hours, Jaya Singha was replaced by another official. Uh, the office announced without even saying why he was sacked. Food shortages, just continuing here, although I think that says a lot, right? Somebody actually tells you, yeah, we're running out of food, and they're, boom, removed from office. Food shortages, continuing, have been worsened by the government's ban on agrochemical imports. Oh, we're going to stop importing fertilizers and... And other, but this is the same sort of thing we saw from Botswana, where they said we're going to stop importing. This is just you know days ago, it's the third of, of of December. We're going to stop importing vegetables and other kinds of food now. Straight up, the decision. First bullet point here: the decision is to enhance the reset agenda, specifically reformulating the food supply lines, which is exactly what we've heard: transforming the food supply, resetting the table from the Rockefellers. All of this language echoed. So when you see Botswana cutting off imports because they're going to make sure there's a food crisis there so they can transform their food system, when you see agricultural secretaries warning that they're running out of food and maybe we're going to ration our food, hopefully we can find some from friendly countries. But again, stepping back to what I have been saying throughout this video is that uh, farmers are being cut out and farming and ranching is being shut down. Chickens are being culled by the millions in the name of bird flu, which is also causing egg shortages in Israel right now. Um, another example, Syria just had their worst wheat harvest in 50 years and is fearing mass starvation, saying that 
Uh, about 12.5 million people are food insecure right now with 90% of their population living in poverty. So food crisis is becoming a global thing. And this is all why China has, for the last two years, been stocking it away as fast as they could from anywhere they could buy food. Especially the U.S. and Brazil were cleaned out. Even the, the soybeans and corn we grow this season will have already been sold off to China. So here from Nike Asia, China is hoarding over half the world's grains, which is pushing up the global prices. Uh, quote, China is now stockpiling more than half the globe's corn and other grains, leading to steep price increases across the world and dropping more countries into famine. You see, these aren't just random reports. This is the real story. The hoarding that being is taking place in China. It's interesting to see them blame China. The major state-owned food processor, which runs China's largest food stockpiles uh, at the port of Dalian in the northeastern part of the country, stores beans and grains gathered from home and abroad in 310 huge silos. From there, the grains make their way across China via rail and sea. Talk about centralization. China is maintaining its food stockpiles at a historically high level because they know, they are aware that the supply chain is being systematically dismantled, whittled away at uh, all agricultural production across the world. They know they stopped exporting uh, fertilizers last year and that Europe has turned off their fertilizer production. Russia has stopped exporting it too, seeing that they need it to, uh, to keep their own domestic production. So it's, it is a, it's an astounding cascading failure of the food supply chain that, uh, that's feeding the world right now. And of course, this was all wargamed, right, by John Podesta in the food chain reaction game funded by George Soros back in 2015, which said that in the year 2020, there's going to be a pandemic and climate change and nationalist interests will be rising and they'll stop trading food just to try and to save themselves. And so this is exactly the script that we're now walking through. Just as we went through the, the pandemic script from event 201, so too now uh, is the food chain reaction game going live. Uh, destined to end in localized food shortages and the carbon tax and even a, meat, a ban of meat. We'll see how far they take it. So um, I just want to be very clear that that's what's going on with this. Uh, it's not just that people are being locked out of restaurants and even farmers markets. It's actually a much bigger attack on all aspects of the food supply chain that's going on right now. And China obviously knows it and has been preparing uh, other countries seem to be catching wind of it, but they can't talk about it or they're removed promptly from office. And meanwhile, the U.S. is just sleepwalking straight into the disaster. So that's why I really ask you to help me have this conversation with other people, make sure people are spreading the word. The bottom line is that the mainstream food supply is collapsing. And I use that language quite intentionally because if you don't depend on the grocery store to feed your family, then this is not a scary thing to witness. It's, a, I mean, it, it's a huge civilization ending. Obviously, it's, 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 uh, it's noteworthy, but it's not immediately life-threatening unless you depend on that mainstream food supply. It also, I'm using that word because it implies there are alternative food supplies: your own garden, your own community gardens, the animals at the at your rancher neighbor down the street. Uh, this is the time to make sure that you've got those relationships in place, that you're doing everything you can to help them with their operations, uh, make them more robust and anti-fragile if possible, so that you guys continue to eat even as this plan is enacted. Uh, I'll be having a conversation with Marjorie Wildcraft tomorrow to talk more about 
how to build yourself an alternative food supply. I'm sure the mainstream would love to call this black market food. We'll hear more about that in the near in the days ahead. But um, if you have any questions you want to have myself and Marjorie discuss tomorrow, please shoot me an email, iceagefarmer at protonmail.com, or leave a comment below, and we'll see. It'll be a fun conversation. I'm looking forward to building alternate food systems with Marjorie Wildcraft tomorrow. So for now, let's leave it there, folks. Hope you had a very blessed Christmas and are enjoying the tail end of a crazy year here, 2021, uh, with the year ahead promising to be even more crazy. Let's, uh, let's think pretty carefully now about how we can improve our own security and food security of our families and, um, and keep asking, you know, spread the word at all times and ask yourself the question. I think it's warranted. Are you doing everything you can to uh, stop this, this agenda from rolling forward? We are at the point of demarcation for humanity to either be enslaved in perpetuity, a slave species with digital currencies dictating when we can leave our homes and the government declaring that they have perfect awareness and perfect control over any, anything, any transaction you make or any place you go. Um, it's not a future that, that we can accept or allow. And so I'd like you to ask yourself that question. Am I doing everything in my power to stop this? Because it is the end of life as we know it for yourself and your progeny and indeed the entire human species. No big deal, right? All right. Thanks for watching, folks. Be well.